0: Hi! We're here!
1: <laughs> why, why did I laugh like that? <laughs> We're here.
0: <laughs>
1: well, I guess it fits.
2: Yeah. Welcome, how, to, welcome to Summer... Welcome to party. Sidewalk Slam Funhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to Sidewalk Slam, the wrestling podcast where Adam and I... My name's Graham, by the way. Where Adam and I look at the storyline, and narrative story... Storytelling, yes. Of the main roster product of the WWE, yes. This episode, it's the Sidewalk Summer Slam. Yes, it's the Samber Slam,
1: s- Bam.
2: It's the biggest event of the summer. Yep, they say. Yep, bigger than summer. To be fair, I can't think of any other things. I that can't think. I was of <laughs> like, it's bigger it's, than. It's the like s- it's off season for most things, right? Yeah. So they they cram all their stuff into they got because WrestleMania was only four months ago yeah it was like SummerSlam. always seems like it's weirdly big for how close to wrestlemania it is but that's their thing is that you know they make a big deal out of it yeah there was no like weird celebrity guest or like for for some years there they had like celebrity guests or they were trying to do big things with like special appearances like they had like they cut to someone in the crowd that was like look who's sitting at ringside isn't that neat but generally speaking this was like fairly muted for a for a SummerSlam in terms of pump. It's Ja Rule. Oh, good. I was wondering where he's been. <laughs> oh, sorry, it looked like Beej was about to weigh in on the the know, where Ja Rule's been hiding. Anyway,
3: uh,
1: where you been hiding Ja Rule, Beej?
2: Yeah, Beej. He,
3: he asked me not to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, live from the
2: Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and brought to you by Cricket Wireless, this is SummerSlam. 2019
3: yeah we don't even get cricket wireless in canada
2: correct cool this is one of those times where they get to they get to just arbitrarily make digs at canada because they're like oh look at these weird canadians and their strange cheering i don't even know what cricket wireless is, is it just a it's just a phone provider it's yeah. just a phone provider yeah. does it suck uh, I mean, probably. It probably sucks. I'll right? find out. Yeah, probably yeah find
1: out if it sucks. Yeah, look them up on the like, we business don't Business Bureau. Even want, yeah, we don't, look them up on Yelp. <laughs> Can you do that? Can I you leave know, reviews for, <laughs> for phone companies? Can I complain
2: about Rogers on Yelp? That would be funny. It would be know. funny if they were from like the Rogers Arena, but sponsored by Cricket Wireless. That'd ah, be, yes. That would be kind of awkward. Yeah,
1: But that would have meant they were in Vancouver.
2: That would have been. we probably would have been there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The pre-show matches, real quick. Just gonna knock through this. Actually, I'm sorry. Before we get to the pre-show matches, there was, of course, NXT Takeover Toronto yeah. the night before. Uh, they had there's a, there, was, there, was, there was moose antlers in the NXT logo, yeah, which is like it's in terms of like arbitrarily slapping Canadiana onto your logo is fairly all right. Yeah, that's I, fine. I don't mind it. Yeah, uh, I didn't watch it. I understand it was good.
1: It was good, um, but the recording was messed up. Oh no! It was all desynced.
2: Ooh! It was very—it was a tough watch. Oh yeah,
1: it was a tough watch, but it was a good show.
2: I um, was experiencing desync when I tried to watch SummerSlam on my computer, but when I watched it on my phone, it was okay. But the new version of the WWE app, which has finally added a skip forward ten seconds button, thank God, uh, doesn't airplay correctly. Yeah. This is this, these are these dude. Are problems I, couldn't, for me. I can't
1: even get onto the app. I can't get to the network on my phone because it says my account doesn't have access
3: to the network, but I can get to it on my computer. Well, maybe, the, w- maybe what you need is a phone that offers Cricket Wireless.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe you need a phone that offers these nuts, Beege.
2: All right. Are there any plans that have that? I'll behave. <laughs> Is it like one of those add-ons, like visual voicemail yeah, or something? It's like those an emojis that you people were torturing me yeah. with. It's like you five thousand free texts, voicemail. You got like in call net, like oh, in look, network, like in network calling. These nuts. <laughs> yeah. Free upgrade. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Tell over. me more. Tell me more about these nuts.
1: Takeover was
2: neat. Um, I knew that you'd want to talk about it, so that's why. Yeah, it was just good. It cool. was good. It was fun.
1: It was good. a fun show. I don't really want to deep dive too deep into it because. I really like um, Shayna Baszler. Mm. I'm excited. I think they've done a really good job with her as mm-hmm. far as like the character Shayna Baszler, right? She's kind of like she feels. I think I've said that on this or said this on the show before, but she fills that same role that Samoa Joe does, like where I believe everything that yeah. she does is
2: very believable. I so, liked the I liked the storytelling after the match with Shirai and with Shayna Baszler. What yeah, was yeah. that? Shayna Baszler. You think was that? at a takeover Last and time? then she turned
1: on that was at a NXT show that Io Shirai turned on Candice LeRae. I thought that was at
2: no, was that takeover. A,
1: no, it was it was I'm confusing
2: it with the video package, I guess. Yeah.
1: So what happened was Io Shirai wow. lost to Shayna Baszler because she the the two cronies that Shayna Baszler hangs out with, I can't remember their name and I apologize. They just called them the New Horsewomen. The right? New Horsewomen. Um they were outside and then Candice LeRae came to even the odds. And then, while Io Shirai was like cheering on Candice LeRae, mm. like beating up the two cronies with a kendo stick, she got um, sleeper holded, sleeper held, mm. <laughs> sleeper held, held instead of and uh, mm. she got put up. Sleeper held, sleeper held, and then uh, so warm. And then at a uh, the NXT show, there her Io Shirai and Shayna Baszler had a cage match, mm. and kind of the same thing happened. Candice LeRae came to help, but then. Uh, Io Shirai lost when Shayna Baszler, like, fell. Like, she had Io Shirai in, like, the... I think she had her in the sleeper hold. Thing. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, pulled her forward, and Shayna Baszler fell forward, like, over top of her outside, mm. to the outside, and won. And then Io Shirai got all mad and then attacked Candice LeRae, and that's why right. Io Shirai is now a heel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Storytelling. Yeah, it was a really good match, though. It was probably the yeah. best match of the night, like, the Io Shirai-Candice LeRae one. Mm. I, think, I think that Candice LeRae is, like... I don't want her to slot into that Johnny Gargano, the female Johnny Gargano, right? That role, that right. underdog role, but it, it might be just kind of what
2: she falls into. So. They're they're married, you see. Yes, they're married so. in real life. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. main card kickoff show: Drew Gulak defended Oni Lorkin for the cruiserweight championship. Yep, good for you, Drew Gulak. <laughs> Buddy Murphy defeated Apollo Crews in a singles match by disqualification. Yes. Now, why was yeah. there a disqualification? Well, because Buddy Murphy got lit up by Rowan. Yes. Rowan got very mad at Buddy Murphy and came out, and surprisingly, and attacked Buddy Murphy. Now, why is Rowan so mad at Buddy Murphy? Because... Yes roman reigns got attacked by a forklift you've been chomping at the bit to talk about this one well this is the only
1: opportunity to talk about <laughs> it Roman Reigns got attacked by a forklift so it's like
3: that japanese game yeah shenmue yeah what did he do to piss off the forklift
2: well uh I don't know, something about osha is I this assume. a
3: wrestler too is the forklift a wrestler
1: yes
2: beach okay. the forklift the is forklift. a wrestler I'm
3: the forklift.
2: Yeah, he's the third member of Heavy Machinery. Yeah. <laughs> he's like their mascot. He's Otis, like he's like Tucker. the El Torito of Heavy Machinery. The El Torito. <laughs> it's Otis and Tucker, and then they have And then uh, a smaller Otis. Yeah, they have like a little person Luchador who wears all yellow and they just call him the forklift. Yeah. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is a rich narrative we're creating. Yes. Okay. Backstage in an episode of SmackDown. Yeah. The backstage reporter is like very it's she says we now have an exclusive interview with Roman Reigns. Like anyone like he works for you. What <laughs> yeah, do you mean exclusive. An exclusive interview? It's, it's, it's not exclusive when they work for you. You're just talking to him backstage. So <laughs> nobody this, talks like that. It's very strange. Yeah. And so they're like, "Oh, here he comes from down the hall. I, we you threw to me too early, I guess. Here yeah. he comes. Here comes Roman Reigns. So here comes that down boy and He came on
1: a unicycle."
2: And it's like it's just very... Every part of this was awkwardly planned and badly set up. That it's yeah. like it cuts to them and he's not there yet. And then they cut to him walking down the hallway. Just sort of like... Doo, 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 <laughs> like looking like a big old doofus. <laughs> and then a big old like tower of lighting truss just like really laboriously topples over onto him. And everyone's yeah. like, oh crap, oh my god, what happened? And yeah. he's trapped under it. And then he pulls him out and he's fine. And then WWE tweeted, you know, like we're... like no idea yet and then they tweeted a follow-up with like it was forklift operator error yep and everyone was like so okay to fire the guy that drives your forklifts like yeah you should know who that is. Like yeah. a limited number of people, you should have seen him there when it happened. It's But this
1: implies that there's somebody that travels with the WWE to operate every forklift that's at every arena they Maybe go to. he
2: works for the arena, I don't yeah. know. But
1: what if he works for the arena, then WWE can't touch him. He's like, can't touch me, I'm untouchable.
2: But it's like the thing took so long to fall over, anyone there should have been able to be like, I'm just gonna look five feet to my left and oh, there's the man <laughs> in the forklift. Yeah,
1: it's the guy it's, it's Dave.
2: What the hell are you doing, Dave? And he's like, I've got <laughs> drunk at work, and I knocked over lighting truss on the Roman Reigns. So they're like, Yeah, it was it was forklift driver error. And then they were like, Oh, but it was actually, you know, we we don't know who the driver oh, was.
1: Oh, funny story that has nothing to do with wrestling. Okay, but oh I'm my. gonna tell it anyway. Favorite. Yes. Oh, a, <laughs> n- so, a nested <laughs> tangent. Yeah, So you remember there was like you like the you'll get like closed security footage of like. Uh, like in warehouses, yeah. And I remember there's one. It was like a vodka warehouse or oh, something. You know what I'm talking oh, about? I feel
2: so bad. And it yes.
1: like, like some some guy was on a forklift and bumps into one of the shelving. And just, just goes everything. like, dink, and then and just here. this
2: cascade <laughs> failure. Yeah.
1: And so one, I remember I found that video and I posted to my Facebook when I, people still used Facebook, and. I was like, rough day at the office because I used to work in a warehouse like oh. that. And I was like, boy, I really screwed up at work today. And yeah. my fucking mom called me in a panic. Like, are you okay? Are you live? It's like, mom, I'm pretty sure that if I got buried under a thousand tons of product, that tw- posting on Facebook is the first thing that I would do. Just like under this pile, like, boy, rough day at work. <laughs> you know, like, Come on, mom, get your head in the game. It's nice that she cares. Yeah. Did she watch this show? Probably. Hi, Adam's mom. Hi, she mom. comments on our on our vods. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. She's coming at anybody that talks trash about me. Yeah, don't talk trash about this. <laughs> no, my mom's my mom's uh, swings in like the vengeful hand of God. Yeah, yeah. like a boondock saint. <laughs> so <laughs> they, where were we? Oh, Roman Reigns. Okay. Yeah, Roman
2: yeah. Reigns gets it into his head that this was a hit. This was a calculated, very badly executed, intentional thing. And I don't I I actually missed because they're like tweeting parts of this information, the story was so badly told. I missed the part between it was driver error and Roman Reigns busting into the locker room. But on the following SmackDown, he goes into the men's locker room and oh, is like Sorry, before that. Okay, good. Before what's, what's, that was what, what's the, the connective the car tissue? Accident. Right. On Raw. Samoa Joe was accused.
1: Yeah. Uh, Samoa Joe was accused of doing this. By and Samoa Joe was like, I don't know, just everybody like Samoa Joe
0: did it. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, and Samoa he's like, Joe's What the like- fuck?
1: He's like, No, I didn't. And then he like hijacks Raw. He
2: like gets on the announcer's table. He's like,
1: I didn't do anything. It's like you guys can't prove shit. Like I was like I was like, I don't know. So I have an this alibi.
2: Is, this is because the wild card thing, Roman's the back on Raw and yeah. yeah, and he's like, No, what the hell? So they, they get they start having beef and it they, then eventually they get like Roman's trying to get away. Roman's just like, all right, I'm not dealing with you, and gets in his car to leave. And Samojo's like running after him in the. Samojo on foot is running after Roman in his car. And then the car just gets like side swiped. Yeah. And then suddenly, it's funny because then when that happens, Samojo's like, oh, uh, we need a medic. Like, he (laughs) was going out there to like. beat the crap out of Roman Reigns yeah. but then Roman Reigns got T-boned and some was like, "Oh yeah. crap." Yeah. It's like,
1: "Ooh, he got really hurt." Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah that's more than a, ooh. ooh mm. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, who, "Who's who is this? What's going on here? Was yeah. there was there a, was there another beat or was it?" No, I okay. think that was it. And then so, so I mean, where did Roman of- get it into his head that this was Buddy Murphy?
1: Okay. So, he
2: got Oh, he, he saw Buddy
1: Murphy when he was leaving when Roman was leaving to the parking lot. Buddy Murphy is in the background. He saw Buddy Murphy, like, walk. Okay. Like, he saw him. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah, and he's like, I saw you walking by me at our workplace
2: as coworkers. (laughs) So, obviously, you did this. So, he goes. (laughs) Fucking chill out, Roman. He goes into the men's locker room, and he's like, everybody get out. Except you, Buddy Murphy. And it's like. Buddy Murphy is such a shitty name, too. Like,
1: (laughs) It's like you, Buddy Murphy. It's like, (laughs) ah, dinger.
2: Come on there, Buddy Murphy. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's like, okay, I guess we're all just going to leave out the weird back door to the yeah. locker room instead of you just pulling Buddy Murphy somewhere else. But I guess, sure, Roman, we all have to leave our locker room. Okay, yeah. fine. And he sits down and he's like, yeah, I saw you in a place that you could normally be. Yeah. So I think it was you. And Buddy's like, it wasn't me. And if I knew who it was, I wouldn't tell you. Well,
1: Graham, it was more like, Oh, might." I ain't saying shit. That was a pretty good joke.
2: Yeah. It's exactly like. What so then Roman about. threatens him and, like, puts him in some sort of hold and, like, is like, tell me what you know. You yeah. know, who sold you give the me drugs? Me I, give
1: me what I want. I'm not wearing hockey pads.
2: And Buddy uh, manages to choke out. He's like, Rowan. I'm <laughs> like, what? You know, like, sound like Gollum there, actually. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Rowan. 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 Rayne's hot sass. Uh,. <laughs> And he says yeah, he says the that
1: stupid filthy <laughs> filthy reins is this. So
2: Buddy Murphy says that Rowan was driving the forklift. Yes. And so then I guess it was at Daniel Bryan's behest. We are assuming. Yeah. This, by the way, this this conversation is happening while Daniel Bryan and Rowan are in the ring. Yes. So then it cuts to them going, What? They're like <laughs> they're like, Huh? What? Which it doesn't necessarily mean they didn't do it, but it just it cuts back to them being like the what what the shit yeah so then at SummerSlam yes Rowan comes out and attacks Buddy Murphy during his match with Apollo Crews because Rowan's mad that Buddy Murphy pointed fingers at him. you know
1: why oh
2: why because snitches get stitches Graham who said that I mean, apart from the well-known quote. Was that a thing that's that? No. OK, that's I'm it? Saying. OK. <laughs> <Yeah>. I thought <laughs> that maybe that Daniel snitches. Bryan cut a terrible promo. Right? No, no he said that, that you can imagine stitches. Daniel
1: okay. Bryan saying snitches get stitches? <laughs> I can't
2: imagine Daniel Bryan cutting a terrible promo. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> 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 Boom, roasted, Daniel yeah. Bryan. Suck it. So that, despite, I, I need you to understand how featured Roman Reigns is in the SummerSlam hype up package at yeah. the beginning of the pay-per-view. There's like it's shots basically of Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch, and Roman Reigns, and there's a bit where like it like the drop to the music is Roman Reigns like like racking his like arm for the Superman punch, like the ch and then the rest of the thing happens and he's not on the show. Yeah. Roman is Mr. not appearing at this pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. He does not appear at any point. Nope. The, the the closest thing that comes to dealing with his storyline is that Rowan attacks Buddy Murphy because Buddy told Roman that Rowan hit him with a forklift. Yep.
1: Yeah, it's. A, I have
2: no idea what they're trying to do I here. have no
1: idea what they're doing. What are they trying to do? Are we supposed to sympathize for Roman? I, I don't understand because mm-hmm. it's the baby face. Roman, despite what we may think, Roman Reigns is a baby face,
2: yeah. correct? Yes. Even more so now. Yeah. And he's, he's co-on the cover of WWE 2K20. Oh yeah, with Becky Lynch.
1: Yeah. Shoutouts to Becky Lynch.
2: Everybody was like, "Oh, obviously it's gonna be Roman Reigns because of the leukemia thing, but it should be Becky. It's gonna be one of them. Who's it gonna be?" And it's both of them.
1: Yeah, we got both. Yeah.
2: Why not both? The commercial is really good.
1: Yeah, when Becky crashes the the, the literally song. the boys club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: She, li- you'll you'll appreciate this beat. She literally breaks. She falls in through the glass ceiling yeah. of the Gentleman's Club. There's like Hulk Hogan is there and like Triple H and Sheamus And it's like they're all at like a country club. And then just like she lands in and just goes, well, sorry about your ceiling. <laughs> yeah. And then and then they. it's, she it's like,
3: supposed to be the other direction. You're supposed y- yeah. to break it going up. Yeah. But, but yeah, you okay, know, yeah. you can't
2: really like it would have been that would have been hard to orchestrate.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. She would have had to fall up. Yeah. Yeah. Fall up, stupid.
2: I mean, that's that's the Roman Reigns story.
1: <laughs> Damn.
2: Damn. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defended the Tag Team Championships. Oh, yeah,
1: the Tag Team Championships are alive!
2: Yeah. Yeah, they beat the Iconics on, like, a Raw episode? Yeah, they like, beat the them the, on the Raw prior. And do you know why? Because that, that match, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus the Iconics for the Tag Team titles, was scheduled for SummerSlam, which yes. is why this rematch is on the pre-show. But it was moved to the Raw prior, the actual championship match, because Paul Heyman suggested that that match should get more than five minutes of time. So they made it the main event of the Raw. I think it was the main event. Wow. They, they, they made it. They put it on the Raw so that they could actually have more time to be a championship match.
1: Good shit.
2: Yeah, because the rematch was six minutes and 15. Huh. So on the pre-show. So, yeah, it got much more. Got, got, it got many more eyes on it being on mm-hmm. the Raw. So, Main show. We made it. Video package that copiously features Roman Reigns. Yep. Cut to the arena. Is that Pyro? Yep. There's Pyro. There's Pyro It's again. back. Yeah. It feels special again. Yep. I love the Pyro. Wrestling is theater. And when they removed the Pyro, it was a real... It was a real negative. That's like giving Graham
1: a transformer that doesn't turn into a truck.
2: <laughs> I just think that pyro adds so much to the, like, visceral nature of what what people are experiencing. Yeah. You know? And I, I, was, I was hoping it wasn't just gonna be for the beginning of the show, and it wasn't. People whose entrances have traditionally had pyro had pyro tonight. Yep. So I hope it's back not just for SummerSlam. I hope it's back for real, yeah. so. Fingers crossed. I haven't watched the RAW after SummerSlam. So.
1: I haven't either, but I'm sure it was fine. It was probably. This fine. is
2: the new era.
1: This is where Paul Heyman's
2: supposed to save us. I mean, please, Paul. Please, Paul. Paul, save us. Please, and I guess Bischoff. I guess. I guess. I guess. <sighs> the first match is Becky Lynch versus Natalia. Yep defending the Raw Women's Championship. Dude, Becky was like a heel this whole time, leading up to, like, very heelish tendencies. Well, it's sort of like talking. how she was leading up to Mania, right? Yeah. It was like the, like, the, I mean, the classic sort of anti-hero kind of heel where she was kind of an asshole but was great, so everyone yeah. loved her. Yeah. She continues this trend. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. And Natalia is here because she is from Canada. And she... <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah,
1: behind the Okay, so yeah.
2: <laughs> first but not, of all, like the reason she's here. First of all, yes, but, but not just that. Not just that. She won a Fatal 4way, gram, she earned it. That's true. She earned it. Yeah. And then they had a they had a series of promos. Yeah. About
1: Mostly just talking about how uh talking shit about Canada, which was Becky Lynch, which was fine. I mean,
2: I don't well, know how much someone from Ireland gets to talk crap about Canada.
1: Why? Did,
3: did she just, lean into it? Did she Lean into her being Irish and talking shit about Canada, or was she like, "No, I am a real American." Like, no, yeah, it, it, she was like, no.
1: "Check out my shillelagh, <laughs> fuck Canada."
2: Yeah, it I, just I consider when it's like independent nations very closely associated oh. with like world superpowers. I was like, Is got I consider some weird Irish beef? No, like I, I like, consider <laughs> I consider Ireland and Canada like fairly, you know. Lateral move, okay. Mm-hmm. I think right because yeah. everyone's always confusing the Irish for being from from the UK, yeah. Which, or obviously Northern Ireland is. I'm not going to get into geopolitical brouhaha. There's of the a whole British, other channel for that uh, of the British Isles. Yeah. Uh, in the same way that you know, if 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 I go abroad, someone will be like, "Oh, you're from America," and I'm like, "New, no, no, I'm not." Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just I just I just think it's funny that Becky, um, as an Irish person, is like, "Yeah, Canada sucks," and it's like what? Alright. And here I thought it was going to be like... Ireland, I guess, then. be like, Graham, why
1: do
3: you hate Ireland? And then Beej be like, oh my god, not again. <laughs> yeah. if, if you get... If Their you get, bagpipes are weird. <laughs> yeah. If you get lost in Ireland, you might have to fuck a leprechaun. If you get lost in Canada, you'll die. <laughs> it's not the same thing. <laughs> no.
2: no. No, Beej. No, it's not.
3: Boning a leprechaun is not the same as dying. Right? <laughs> yeah! Despite the, you know, well-known colloquial phrase of the the, the 1740s, right? Yeah.
2: What is this show? Uh, (laughs) What is this? Nobody nobody knows. We need to decide. (laughs) 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 I mean, I said at the beginning what we pretend (laughs) to the show is. (laughs) We have a goal. Yeah. We fuck that goal. Mm. Delicious. Mm. This is a submission match. Yes. Because Becky has the disarmor or the disarm her her. I believe there's two hyphens I believe it's the dis-arm-her Dash. Dash. yes yeah disarm her which is a Arm lock. What's it called, actually, properly? Uh, I think Fujiwara
1: armbar is the correct technical term for it. Really? Yeah. Actually? Yeah. I hope you're right. I, I guarantee you. See, be just fucking give me a thumbs up. It I is. Just,
3: it is a seated variation of, of the, the Fujiwara, Fujiwara armbar. Yeah. Uh, uh, see. All right. I'm like
1: uh, Mike Taney. Iron Mike Taney. I know the names of all the moves. Remember um, Mike Taney?
2: Yeah. I'm trying to think of any way in which. Apart from knowing the names of the moves, any way in which you are similar to Mike Taney?
1: Oh. Um, well, I'm a genius. Mike Taney is not. Mm. Unlucky. Mm. So, yeah, we have nothing else
2: in common. You can still be Iron Adam Savage if you want. <laughs> I don't like it. No. No. Mm-mm, mm, right. mm, no. <laughs> Please not. Maybe we could find a better alloy or something for you. Uh, <laughs> and Natalia Tinfel. has the sharpshooter. Yes. Because, as a reminder... Her dad was Jim the Anvil Neidhart, who was in the Hart Foundation yeah. because... Her uncle is Bret Hart. Because Jim married Bret Hart's sister, and yeah. so she wears pink and uses the sharpshooter, yeah. like the Hart Foundation. Yes. You know, it's it's good enough. It's, Close enough. This wrestling, it's good enough. She gets the sharpshooter. No one else from that family is around in wrestling at the moment. Well, in WWE, so... Yeah. Sharpshooter for, sharp for Natty, why not? So yeah, the, basically the whole lead-up was just like, the sharpshooter's is better, the disarmer is better, whose submission will reign supreme? Yeah. And of course, everyone was you know assuming that they would end up at some point using each other's submission, which they absolutely did. Yes, and uh, it's really hard mm-hmm. to make a submission match. So why is the exciting? Subi- why was a submission match no rope break? It doesn't make any fucking
1: sense, right? I knew this would annoy
2: you, <laughs> yes. and it annoys me too, and I'm so happy. They said that, so they went to the ropes, Yeah. and they said, ah, now remember, of course, in a submission match, rope breaks don't count. And that's, it's, no! That's the whole point. The A submission match is just that you have to win via submission. That doesn't mean that the rules go out the effing window. Yeah! What, Why not hit her with a fucking kendo stick? Be like, now in a submission match, a kendo stick, of course, is completely legal. Yeah. All right, Michael Cole. I guess f rope break, and the thing is, it wasn't like a mistake they were covering for. Like no. one of them went to the ropes, and Corey was immediately like, "Now don't forget, rope breaks don't do shit in this kind of match." And Adam and I, uh, yeah, independently <laughs> watching this, watching this at our own homes, made the same facial expression. I know <laughs> we were just like, "What?
0: <laughs>
2: I don't get it. I don't understand." I yeah.
1: It doesn't. Why? But but.
2: It's hard to make a submission match exciting because the finish to a submission match is you and the other participant sitting very still (laughs) until one of you stops. (laughs) Yeah. And this was 12 and a half minutes. Yeah. And it was good. Mm -hmm. It was really good and entertaining throughout. There was a This Is Awesome chant. There was, like, stuff from the second rope. There was, like, variations on submissions. This was really good. Yeah, it was good. It was really, really good. And... Eventually, Becky gets there with a like modified disarm. Her she like really like wrenches the arm. I don't like arm. it.
1: I hate it when she puts him in a regular armbar. You know, like when we're laying on your back mm. and they call that the disarmer. It's like no, that's not the disarmer. No, this is an armbar. It's like they're going for the disarm. It's like no, it's just a
2: regular armbar. It's, it's a it's a variation of the Fujiwara ar- <laughs> oh, you almost arm. almost got it. Armbar. Fujiwara armbar. Armbar. Yeah. Arm bar, yeah. <laughs> Next match is Dolph Ziggler yeah. versus Goldberg. Yeah. I sorry. What? Yep. So, at the show we don't talk about, Goldberg had a terrible match where he was bad, and it was bad, and he felt bad about it afterwards. This is bad, and you're bad, and you should feel bad. So I guess (laughs) he wanted to have a redemption match or something. So now we just get Goldberg randomly again. Mm -hmm. And Dolph Ziggler was supposed to have a match at SummerSlam with The Miz. Yes. And in the lead-up, Ziggler had been talking about how because they had the raw reunion where like a bunch of old people fr- uh, came back and made guest appearances, and Ziggler's like, "I'm the best in this business. I'm better than the, the Stone Cold. I'm better than Goldberg." You know, he was like mentioning Goldberg from time to time over the over the the, the, the sort of the lead up, mm-hmm. and then Shawn Michaels was there, and he was he was given a sean michaels crap because michaels was also saying that he's like no matter how good you are people are always going to say that you're a hbk wannabe because people have been saying that because mm-hmm. dolph's thing is he like he swivels his hips and uses a super kick i guess so it's yeah it's exactly these things are the same yes anyway so they do the contract signing these always go well and he gets up in mrs face he rips on Sean, goes to sign the contract, Miz starts laughing, and he's like, ha ha ha, you didn't read the fine print. You don't have a match with me at SummerSlam. And then HBK steps up, and the crowd's getting hyped, and Ziggler's staring into HBK's face, and then HBK grabs the mic and goes, well, it's not me. (laughs) He just completely just like, just scuppers the tension. It's so funny. He's just like, no 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 man it's not me it's not me and then Goldberg's music hits yep and then Goldberg comes out and signs the contract which is weird because he should have already to like trick Ziggler into it Goldberg should have already signed the contract or else what what Ziggler signed isn't legal into. Also, he, he could have just torn it up anyway who's the real idiot here because
1: Ziggler doesn't know what Miz's signature looks like
2: I guess Miz hadn't signed it yet? Yeah, I guess, yeah.
1: (laughs) I just, yeah, like if Goldberg had, I guess, okay, so Goldberg signed it second, right? Yeah. How complicated can a wrestling contract be that you wouldn't notice that it says Goldberg somewhere, (laughs) like when you're like taking a glance through it, you know?
2: I I don't know. Anyway, and then he says, hey, Ziggler, you're next, because the you're next was the thing he used to say when he was on his like undefeated streak. Um. Yeah, so that that's why we have this match because Ziegler said he was the best and like mentioned Goldberg once, and Goldberg is mad about it. Yeah. Okay. He busts through the wall like the Kool Aid Man.
1: He's like hurt someone's talking shit. Yeah, basically. Like, <laughs> <"Whoa."> <laughs> and
2: okay. so I was just like, "Great, don't give yourself a concussion." He didn't. He didn't. He didn't do the. He. Di- <laughs> I I don't know if this was on purpose, but the door to the locker room uh, opened inwards. Yeah. So there was no way for him to headbutt the door open. Yeah. So I I, I want to believe that they did that intentionally, that they were like, find a room with the door that opens inwards and give him that one. (laughs) Like, why? Because he can't headbutt it open. Because that's what what happened. He's done this multiple times. That They're like, stop headbutting the door. (laughs) And then he headbutts the door open. And gives himself a mild concussion and goes out there. Like, he did this once with, like, allegedly did this with the Undertaker match, the show that won't be named, and did this when he was cutting a promo on Raw like a year ago Mm -hmm. where he, like, kept forgetting his lines and getting confused. And that was apparently because he'd, like, Clonked the door open with his head before going out to do a scripted promo and was like, "The summer slam I like the
1: universe where they don't tell him it's a door that swings inwards, and then he goes to headbutt it, and then like the camera, like there are the cameras on the door, and then you just see,
2: the sign goes and falls off, and they're like, "All right, no contest, I guess." That
1: is laid out.
2: So Ziggler comes out. He cuts a promo about he's the best thing that's ever happened at WWE. Yep. And he's like, legends come and legends go, but DZ is here stealing the damn show. DZ. DZ. <laughs> and then Goldberg's music hits. He does his full, his full entrance with, yep. like, it's less impressive with, like, random WWE security than it is with, like, c- cops. Yeah. But sure. And Pyro. The Pyro is there. Yep. He doesn't do the the nose breathing. The nose breathing. That's like
1: We're the just, best part of his entrance. Yeah,
2: I was watching it with Kathleen. I was like, look, 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 look. He's gonna do. Oh, oh, he no, didn't, do, didn't oh. do the thing. Okay, okay, so
1: for those of you who are listening to the podcast. Yeah, but, sorry. Um, Goldberg used to do this thing where he'd stand in this pyro. There'd be like sparklers. It's like, like oh. big spark pyro. They oh, go for spark. they go for a while, and he's sitting in it, and then the, spy, the pyro ends, and he like breathes in like smoke, smoke, and then breathes it out, and he looks like a. Fucking Minotaur, like coming yeah. out of the labyrinth. Like, it's cool. Because he as just shit.
2: stands there and inhales it while he's standing there with all these sparks. Because the sparks don't do anything while he's standing in there. And then after the sparks stop, then he goes like, and then breathes out through his nose it's and it looks sick. Really cool. It's like. Yeah. Uh, there's a big Goldberg Goldberg chant. Yep. And uh, Adam, how bell to bell, how long do you think this match was?
1: Minute 42. Wow. That's really close. <laughs> yeah.
2: M- one minute 50. I'm a genius. Yeah. yeah. Uh, spear, jackhammer. Well, no.
1: To be fair, though, the start of this match is really great because Ziggler hit a super kick right off the bat. Yeah. And then we're like, whoa. And then Goldberg kicks out at one. You're like, fuck. Couldn't you give him a two count? And then Ziggler hits another super kick. One count again. Yeah. Fuck you, Goldberg. Yep. You asshole. Mm-hmm. Fucking give him a two and a half, at least. Yeah. Come on, brother. Like, you're fucking not losing anything. Like makes me mad
2: yeah makes me upset so uh goldberg wins yeah very quickly and handily and then gets out of the ring and ziggler grabs the mic and says you you hit me like a little baby <laughs> yeah that was i knew
1: funny. that you'd appreciate <laughs> yeah it. i really dug that one and like
2: goldberg you hit like a baby it's like well he does look kind of like a big baby right yeah and then w- gets him to come back baby on steroids. come back in so he climbs back in the ring and Hits him with another spear and beats him up again, and then leaves this is all, my favorite all the part. way up at the ramp and leaves. This, and is, this is my favorite part. Sikla gets back on the mic and keeps insulting him. He says specifically, "Any idiot can get lucky.
1: Come back and fight me." Yeah, while uh. he's like, while
2: he's like, on the floor of the ring, being like, "Hey, any idiot can get lucky. Come fight me." Yeah, you know, and so then. Goldberg's music hits, and he he walks back out, and he's like, "Okay," and he gets up in the ring and like stands Ziggler back up, and is sort of like, "Okay, you all right?" Like balances him, and then runs the ropes and hits him with a spear again. Yeah, and he couldn't give him a fucking two count, and right? that's it. Like nothing comes from that. It's just <laughs> Ziggler's like again, and then he does it again, and that's it. What a I weird. I was like, I was like waiting for that to go somewhere. Yeah, you know, like surprise a chair, you know, or I don't know. Yeah.
1: Isn't that weird? Like, it's just strange. What a strange thing to do to Dolph Ziggler.
2: Yeah. From a character standpoint. Well, I've got to protect Goldberg. Why? Why? I don't understand. Backstage, the New Day is hanging out, and Xavier and Big E, the tag team champions, by the way, have a surprise for Kofi Kingston. They're in Toronto. Let's introduce you to Drake, Maverick, People fucking booed too. They're like,
1: "Boo!" Like, here comes Drake. Like, not Drake, but like before
2: they when they thought it was Drake the musician, they, they, were, like, Drake, they were like, "Boo!" They're like, well, "Boo!" Toronto. Drake loves Toronto and talks all the time about how much he loves Toronto. I don't think Toronto likes Drake. No, very much. they fucking hate him. Yeah, because he's I a bit, want- he's a wiener, and he's going around the he's going around the world being like, "What's up? I'm a giant douchebag, and I'm from Toronto." And all the Torontonians are like, "Can you just <sighs> can you can you not? Can you cool it a little bit?" <laughs> You don't even live here. So, anyway, Drake Maverick is there. Yep. Because uh, he's looking for our truth. Yeah. Because the 24 7 championship is still like the best storyline they have going. Yep. Anyway, that's it. That's that's it. That's the whole thing. So then they go outside. Uh, there's a video package for the US championship fight. Yes. And they start introducing all the international announcers. And there's a brand new announce team. <sighs> And it's r truth and Carmella yeah. in terrible costumes doing ridiculous British accents. Yeah, and they're like, "Wait, what? 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 What the heck?" And then when they get to the end, then Drake Maverick busts out there and he's like, "Where are they? They were just here!" Did, damn it! And I think that's it for tonight for the twenty four seven championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but they didn't do anything. That was that was funny. There was no physical contact. Yeah, <clears throat> the United States Championship match, which is next, yes, is Ricochet. Who this? I saw this from Twitter and I can't unsee it. Ricochet dressed like a gamer chair. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> oh no! He's in he's in all black leather with like these blue accents, and he oh, just looks like
1: oh no! He looks no, like I'm a, not gonna be able to unsee it. it. looks like an
2: esports racer chair.
1: Yeah, he's gonna be like sitting there like this, and you're gonna sit on Ricochet, and you're like, well, lumbar supports not that great. Yeah.
2: Like. <laughs> Uh, Do you have anything a bit more indie? Use the command chair in the chat to find out how to get a deal. (laughs) Versus AJ Styles with Gallows and Anderson, or as they are referred to, (laughs) the OC. I almost started singing the Dawson's Creek theme
1: song, but I can't remember what the OC theme song was. I don't know either. But Uh, they're the OC Oc? because they're the original
2: club. Yeah.
1: Yep. Which is... My, I mean my, they are. It's my OC. Please don't steal. Yeah, because yeah.
2: they they're they're not the Bullet Club, but they were the Bullet Club, and so now they're the original club. Their their logo is pretty cool. What did it say on their Titantron? It was, the it was camera. something good, something about being the original club. Yeah, because they they got the boys back together. They yeah, got the, they got the Bullet Club, the back good together. brothers. Yeah, and they're champs too, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they won the Raw Tag Team Championships off of the Low Revival. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's good. That's I'm French for the revival, by ah, the way. Good.
2: Just I'm so just you glad <laughs> In case you were confused. I'm glad that Gallas and Anderson stuck it out, and that they put them back with AJ, and that they're doing a. They're finally doing the club properly. Yeah, I'm really happy about this.
1: And their heels—they're so much better as heels. Oh my God, they're, they're, so, they're good. so good. Has Carl
2: so. Anderson mentioned his hot Asian wife
1: yet? Not recently. Yeah, that's too bad.
2: Yeah. So, why are why Why am this fight happened? Because they didn't like the cut of Ricochet's jib, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. It was like
1: AJ Styles wanted the U.S. title, and then they were if, if initially they started, they had a match and they were just like friendly competitors, you mm-hmm. know. And then Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows got in AJ's face about, like, well, you can't give us a hard time about having a losing streak when you can't even beat Ricochet.
2: Wow. And, and so. And when did now, because we saw, we were at Stomping Ground. Yes. And we saw Ricochet win the title from Samoa Joe that night. Yep. When did Ricochet lose the title? Uh, at a Raw. Okay. Yeah. Pretty soon after that, wasn't it? No, wasn't it Extreme Rules? It was at
1: Extreme Rules. Oh, right. We did Extreme Rules. Yeah. Right. We did a whole episode. <laughs> we did a whole episode. It just blanked. Yeah, they, he wanted an Extreme Rules. Wrestling yeah. keeps happening. Yep. All, it doesn't stop. All the time. Spoiler alert. AJ wins this match, mm-hmm. and it's a weird thing for Ricochet to win the title and then just lose it, and then lose to AJ at SummerSlam, which feels yeah. like this little mini story arc. But I guess like if you're wanting to push the OC, mm-hmm. don't steal. <laughs> I can't even do it with a straight face. Just, okay. The OC is a bad name. Just no say th- the club. OK, so it, if you want to push the club, as a, this is kind of like what needed to happen, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, I think so. It's not often that something needs to happen in wrestling, and usually they don't do it. Yeah. But the OC need to um, win these titles, and like I like it when like a faction has all these titles. Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't even mind it. I like factions. Yeah, factions are great. Vince loves factions too. Does he? I thought yeah. he. I thought that's why we didn't have any for a no, long time. No, Vince loves factions.
2: Why didn't we have factions? I don't know. We could have had factions this whole time. Yeah.
1: Do you remember like the Great Faction War of the mid '90s? Mm. It was like Nation of Domination, and then uh, the Disciples of Apocalypse (DOA). Oh, it's just
2: great because you have like yeah. a you have like wrestler feuds, but you have this additional level where it's like it's not just about me and you. It's also that I'm representing my team versus yeah. your team, even though it's not a multi-person match. It's great.
1: What, what factions would lure war with? Uh, if we were all wrestlers, yeah. We we have to like fight like Omega sixty four and like Like
2: Rooster Teeth. Rooster Teeth. Team
3: Four Star would love it.
2: Team Four Star? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, Yeah. that that makes more sense. Rooster Teeth is definitely like the corporate ministry. Yeah. In this analogy. Yeah. Yeah. What are we then? Spirit Uh, squad? No, I (laughs) actually think Team Four Star would be the Spirit Squad. I think they'd be very happy to be that. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. I don't know what we'd be. You tell us. Can we Uh, be
1: the Heart Foundation
2: because we're Canadian?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. We're the Heart Foundation. Dibs. Cool. Good. I'm glad
2: we sorted that out. This match was sweet because it was Ricochet and AJ Styles. Yeah, they just did a bunch of flippy shit. They were amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Kathleen was watching this with me. It was was just like, what the? Wow. The uh, the, uh, catching, the, the finish was the... AJ caught Ricochet into a Styles class. Yeah, it was nutty. It was very, very good. But after, like, copious interference
1: by Gallows and Anderson because that lets AJ win because every good heel needs help. Yeah. No matter how good AJ is, you know what I mean? Like, it makes AJ – I think we talked about this, but it's, like, it makes AJ's character more dangerous because we all know how good AJ is, like, as a wrestler. Mm -hmm. And so now that he has all this extra help, it's like, well, who's going to beat him, right? Mm -hmm. But we never want to boo him. It's like, I never want to
2: boo AJ. I'm never going to boo him. Yeah. Yeah. Next is a waste of three minutes. <laughs> it, oh, yeah. The street prophets are backstage and they're like, oh, this is so cool. We're here at SummerSlam. This is great. Everything we've seen so far at SummerSlam has been awesome. Mm-hmm. Who's that over there? <gasps> it's Ric Flair. And Ric Flair comes in and starts dancing and they're like, hey, this is awesome. And then it cuts. <laughs> the animated. That's it. The animated
1: corpse of Ric Flair.
2: But nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. Nothing.
1: They woo a lot.
2: It, they, people they like it woo. when they woo. They like it when they woo. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Yeah. What a
1: waste of time. Yeah, sure mm-hmm. was. Didn't it didn't do anything. I guess it gets the street. Pro- they're trying to show like more NXT people on. It's camera. mostly just
2: the street profits they're trying to show off. It yeah. seems anyway.
1: What a weird sl- like. I'm not nothing against the street profits, but just like what a weird pick. Yeah. You think you would show like the Undisputed Era or something? You know what I mean? I mean, like, they're entertaining and they're good. They on, are. They're, they're
2: good are. on the mic, but yeah. like this wasn't them even getting a chance to be entertaining. Like the bit where they were talking to Alexa and Nikki from, from backstage at yeah. uh, it made stream It was like characters like, interacting with each other. Yeah, and they're just like, Hey, what's going on? And they had back and forth, and this was like, Boy, it sure is cool being here at SummerSlam. Here are three things we've already seen tonight. Holy crap, is that rig flair and scene? Yeah. Yep, wasted it was almost like time. we
1: need something for the something for the street profits to do and yeah. then Rick Flair was like, well I haven't been on TV for a while you know quick we got to change the ring canvas. I could fill a moment I could use a yeah I could use a paycheck brother like kind of thing like you know what I mean
0: woo
3: yeah. That's, yeah that's not the retirement plan for like old wrestlers is it yes kinda oh yeah my it God. Is. yeah otherwise you end up like snooka yeah. yeah yeah well yeah. Do you
2: sign they sign what are called legends contracts uh. where it's basically like you get like a guaranteed amount and you can still do independent dates, but you promise that you're not going to like wrestle for some random indie companies. Yeah. Cause it's, it's better for the WWE to not have in, in Ric Flair's example, it's better for the WWE to pay Ric Flair money to do nothing and still make appearances and booking and signings than to have the great Ric Flair be doing shows in a high school gym and because it makes knows. WWE look worse, yeah. yeah. If their wrestlers have to do that,
1: if this Legends deal didn't exist, I guarantee you
2: that Ric Flair would still be wrestling. Oh, he'd be out there bleeding, yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely, he's a gusher, he loves it, yeah. Mad man. loves the business, brother, yeah. So at least they got that going for them, which is nice. No health care, mm-hmm. but at least they got that, yeah. Next is the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey defending against Ember Moon. Yep. Who's the heel here? Neither of Neither them. Neither of
1: them. Ha ha. This is the match that I was fine. The story's non-existent. Yeah, what? Hang on. I want to fight you. You seem
2: like a good fighter.
1: Let's fight. That's basically
2: it. On the July 16th episode of SmackDown... After Bailey and Ember Moon defeated Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville in a tag team match in yep. which Moon scored the pin, Bailey picked Moon as the number 1 contender. Yep. That's how that works. I don't think that's a call you remotely get to make, Bailey. Yeah, that's, uh, why since when does a champion get
1: to pick who they fight? I don't know. It's so inc- You know is, what I would do? You it's always
2: inconsistent. It's always been inconsistent. You know what
1: my wrestling character would be?
2: I would hire people
1: to actively interrupt my matches and get me disqualified so i won mm-hmm. that would be my thing that would be my gimmick yeah makes sense yeah and then i would i
2: don't just know just go to someone in the front row of the crowd and be like here's 50 bucks hit me
3: yeah like and and like literally do it on camera oh yeah yeah you got to yeah. get caught for that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah
1: are they gonna stop me? It's like no. Well they put you in a no DQ match.
2: Adam. You can't you can't get DQ'd for bribing the audience. That's the yeah. thing. That's not a, that's not an illegal move in wrestling. So the ref can be looking at you, being like, Don't don't do that. And you're like, I'm giving money to this guy in the front row, and then the guy in the front row hits you, and then the ref's like Gotta Ring, the, ring bell. the bell, I guess. I'd win the title once and I would never fucking lose it. <laughs>
1: I would just hold on to that shit. Yeah. I'd get disqualified all the time.
2: Oh, I'd be the best heel in the business. This match was fine. Yep. I like both of these wrestlers way more than I liked this match. Yep. That is a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: it's fine. There was nothing going on. It was no. like, we need Bailey to fight somebody, we need to use Amber Moon more. Let's give them. I have a story. great idea
2: where we can do both of those things at once. <laughs> yeah. Bailey retains. Yep. Neat
1: with like a super bailey to belly, doesn't she? Like off the top rope, yeah. Yeah. So that that was cool, at
0: least. Yeah,
2: next Shane McMahon, who Uh I guess his storyline with The Miz just ended, even though it felt like it should have ended at Mania. And then they had another match, the the cage match, yeah. And Shane won, yeah. And that was it, and then that was that was it, apparently. Yeah, that was it's sort of unsatisfactory conclusion. It actually. It wasn't the conclusion the, ma- the that storyline stopped happening, yeah now Kevin Owens is angry with Shane, yeah because he's doing that thing we talked about this before he's doing that like audience insert thing, yeah where Vince is like, we'll take people's complaints and we'll have a wrestler say them <laughs> and every, but everyone's like, yes, those are legitimately concerns that we have.
1: did you know that your impression of Vince and the impression of when your daughter talks are
2: eerily similar. <laughs> We, we went to the bakery the other day yeah, yeah this is because why. that's why because when you told me the story yeah. was- we went to bakery the other day because she wanted to just a plain bun and mm-hmm. I was like great we'll go we'll stop by the bakery on the way home and we'll get you a bun and we walked into the we walked to the bakery and she just she walks in ahead of me stands in the center of the of the bakery with with all the counters in front of her takes off her sunglasses and just goes bun <laughs> <laughs> and the girl behind the counter is like, do you, do you want a bun? Plain bun. <laughs> 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 just like... Give like, me a beef wrap. Yeah. <laughs> you know? to, be, to, to be clear, she knows how to ask questions. She'll be like, hey, daddy, can you give me some milk or whatever? Yeah. And like, sure, obviously. But in this case, <laughs> she was just like... It was the, it was the removal of the sunglasses <laughs> as well. and <laughs> Bun. It's amazing. She but yeah. got Cam the other day too. Did, yeah. you, did you hear no, about that? He was playing it. Destiny, and, yeah. and she came by the the office and was like, "What are you doing?" It's like, "Oh, I'm I'm playing competitive player player versus player Destiny," and she's like, "What do you get if you win?" And he's <laughs> he said, "I get incremental progress towards a series of in-game goals and rewards," and she just goes, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like real flat. Just, what? What? Fuck! <laughs> that's funny as shit. Jesus. Turns out, uh, both your parents are comedians.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like. Someone tried to tell me that like children don't understand sarcasm until they're like nine. What? Maybe maybe that's true, but she's got the sass locked down. Yeah. So that sounds like a kid, though. Oh yeah. But Kevin I mean, Owens. Yeah. His, his complaint. Yeah. With Shane McMahon is. All the McMahons were out here, and you said that the audience was the new authority and that you were going to be taking to backseat, and now you're out here every week taking all the airtime that belongs to uh, other wrestlers who are better than you. Yeah. And everyone's like, yes, that's correct. Yes, that is So correct. what are we going to do with that? Have a giant feud with Shane McMahon. Yeah. Good. Real good solving the problem there, writers. Congratulations. I am your online avatar. Yeah. That's Kevin Owens. He's here to fight for you. But there's an additional wrinkle. Well, there's two, but we'll get to the second one in a moment. Yeah. First additional wrinkle, if Kevin Owens loses this match, he has to quit the WWE. Which is almost always a surefire sign
1: that Kevin Owens is never losing this match.
2: Yeah. And Shane was like, "If you if you lose, you have to leave. And Kevin said, fine. And if you lose, you have to leave. And Shane went, nope. <laughs> yeah. And so this is the match. Yeah, <laughs> if like, Kevin nah. loses, he leaves. Nah-uh. And if Shane loses, eh? Yeah. Also, for some reason, there's a special guest enforcer, Yeah. which is Elias. Why? I don't know. I don't because know. Because he's the heel, Beach. He's not the special guest referee. There's a normal referee in the ring. Yeah. But Elias, wearing a referee's shirt, is also outside the ring being large. Yeah.
1: I want you to put a... To Put on this shirt <laughs> and I want you to be large and in charge. Ah.
3: Did, did someone break his guitar?
1: Nope, he didn't even have the guitar. No, nope. yeah, oh. there's he, a no guitar, they zone. just
3: remembered he was there and was a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. okay.
1: Elias never wrestles, though. Can you even classify Elias as a wrestler? He never has a match.
3: Is he like a Jimmy Hart? You're right. He (laughs) never has
1: a match. Yeah.
2: Like, he gets in altercations with people. Jimmy Hart was strictly a manager who got beat up sometimes. Elias, like, he's a huge dude. I mean, Elias does kind of look like a hipster version of Jimmy Hart that works out a lot. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Since January. Okay. Yeah. Do we want to count house shows? No, house shows aren't canon. All right. One, two, three, if you count the Rumble. Four, five, six, seven, eight, 24. Since when? Since January. He's had 24 matches total, including the Royal Rumble and the Battle Royal at the Super oh. Showdown.
1: That's like.
3: That's not bad.
2: It's one a week, right? It's still a match every Raw. Mm.
1: Is it? How many weeks are.
2: He's got like someone Raw and someone Smacked. It. That also includes the Shields final chapter. Okay. Let's just say he doesn't wrestle that much. He does not wrestle that much. Which is a pretty good deal. Yeah. Maybe. And there's nothing listed for house shows. Because I assume that all he does at house shows is to come out and sing. Comes out, plays the guitar. And get beat up. Says, fuck local sports team.
1: And then Wah-wah-wah. they're all like, boo. And then he leaves and that's it.
3: I hate it here in Medicine Hat. So do we. <laughs> so do we. I hate it here in Medicine Hat. Swift Current sucks balls. <laughs> We should never do the house fuck, show circuit.
1: Fuck <laughs> Flynn Flon.
2: Specifically.
3: <laughs>
1: you heard me, Flynn Flon.
3: Fuck Brandon. Yeah. No, you, Brandon. Fuck you.
2: <laughs> if anyone's listening not from Canada, Flynn Flon is a real place. Yes. Fuck Red Deer. <laughs> These are all real These places. These are all real pl- Elbow.
1: Climax. Real place. Eyebrow. Climax. Dildo. Dundurn.
2: I mean you can't just all do Newfoundland places. God, I hope they end up doing I'm a doing show in Dildo. Places. <laughs> uh,
1: There's a fair. place called
2: Dildo? Yeah, yeah Newfoundland.
1: Yeah. Why?
2: <laughs> what are the origins? Tell me now. <laughs> Not on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <I don't laughs> Kevin <know>. Owens. <laughs> oh, he he was great. Everyone loved him. People chanted you can't wrestle at Shane." Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Owens won wins and is still employed. Yeah. Oh,
1: he beat up okay, so how do you feel about Kevin Owens putting hands on Elias? But Elias is an official enforcer. Is technically an official in the match. Shouldn't Kevin Owens have been disqualified?
2: Uh, well, yes. Actually, now that you mention it, yes. Yeah. If 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 Elias is technically an official. Yes. He's wearing he, the shirt. Which he is because the second you put on that shirt and walk out to that ring, and Shane you're an says Shane says he's a special guest enforcer. Yep. Then if Owens attacks him, then yes, technically.
1: But there's also fucking no rope breaks in a submission match, mm-hmm. so fuck this topsy turvy horse shit.
3: I I hate, I hate to do this. I'm still mad I bought that book. What, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> I
1: forgot up, about Dage?
3: the book. Just I'm reading the thing on the Wikipedia summary because I try to follow along um, as best uh-huh. as I can. It says Elias pulled the referee out of the ring. Yep. Yeah. And then Owens attacked Elias. Yep. Which also incapacitated the ref. So I guess the ref didn't see it. And I I does
2: But can two can, can ref attack Can the enforcer Disqualify someone.
1: I don't see why not. What are they enforcing then? They're there to enforce the rules, right? Isn't that
2: what the fucking term well, is? Well, then don't they There's... just, don't, don't, isn't it just like, all right, ding, 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 ring the bell, disqualification. <laughs> why? I don't know. Eat me. Like, <laughs> d- can't, couldn't Elias just have done that? No, because that just doesn't make any sense. Oh, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we found the part that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that doesn't make any We've sense. We found Kurt. the line. <laughs>
1: All I'm saying is that as the enforcer, you were mm-hmm. there to enforce the rules and that the second that Kevin Owens put but hands on Elias, he should... what? Where does his authority maybe stop? The, maybe he doesn't have the authority
3: to end the match. Also, why would the if the enforcer's there to to enforce the rules, why is he attacking the ref? <laughs>
1: That's also a good <laughs> That's point. That's a very good point. <laughs> I don't have a good answer to that, Veej. Uh, Ooh, checkmate atheists.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Checkpoint atheists. <laughs> a different show. The graphic is... yeah. Um, Every yeah. Thursday here on Loading Ready, Ron. Yeah. If you can't... Should we go
1: to the next match? No, I want to talk about this some more. All right. <laughs> Where the fuck does this go now? Is, like, does, it just stay, does Shane just, like, disappear for a while? I hope he just fades into the Shadow Realm.
2: Yeah. And they can have, like, matches without Shane McMahon, please, for a while. Or, or like story just lines lines like like
1: Or, like, an overarching... Like, I don't want the fucking... The bad guy from goddamn Streets of Rage 2, like... Hands over the moon, like you know what I mean, like holding the earth, like, oh, 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 oh. like you know what I mean. I don't want that anymore in my wrestling.
0: <laughs> I just don't, I don't, like, yeah,
1: you know, like, uh, yeah, you'll never stop Mad Gear, like, fucking, no, fucking, Shane.
2: <laughs> I don't know anything you're referencing, really.
3: Is it uh, Mad Gear from Final Fight? No, oh, I'm sorry. oh, wait, Mad
2: Gear's from Final Fight, yeah, right.
3: fucking, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Mad Gear's from Final Fight. <laughs> I am saying all side-scrolling beat 'em ups look the same. That's exactly what I just said. Yep, they all look the same. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't want that overarching super villain. Yeah, and I'm just I want Shane to go away. Yes. Yeah. Good. I hope he does. Yeah. Go away, Shane McMahon. But not like go away, away. You're still nice. I like you.
3: But then I have another question because yeah. you're you're mad about the Miz not getting a chance to put this to bed. Yes. It just kind of. Hard stop hits a wall and like, mm-hmm. hey, let's bring in Kevin Owens. If this is the hard stop to Shane, is that because it wouldn't have made sense to have the Miz win that? Well, this so this of this
2: feels like a conclusion. Yeah. Right. The WrestleMania match between Shane and Miz felt like a conclusion, mm-hmm. and then they had another match. Yeah. But wrestling, right. they,
1: WWE does stuff like that all the time. Right. But like everything, yeah, they sell past was, the close, like, everything,
2: everything. Worked at WrestleMania, right? It's like Miz got his revenge, but Shane won the match. And then they had another match that was a cage match for some reason, and Shane also won that. Yeah, yeah. What you think? Like, and then nothing happened. There was no fallout or follow up from that. It was just Miz was like, "Okay, well, I guess he wins then." Yeah, I'm gonna go back to doing Miz TV. Whereas this is like actually had you know, stakes. it's like it, there was stakes. It was everything was on the line. The deck was stacked against Owens, and he won that's it yeah because it like, should be
1: think about wrestling storylines the way that wwe tells them is is there's a meter and the meter tilts to one side or the other and they like keeping that meter right in the middle so it's weird when okay so like shane and miz have a meter right and shane wins at wrestlemania so the meter tilts in shane's favor but then they have a rematch and usually miz would win they Fucking balance. Their balance there, balance must be, right? There must yeah. always be balance in the force. But
2: Shane just wins again, and it tilts the meter even farther. Oh, it like, doesn't even move the meter. It's yeah, just it's just it's, like, it's the meter's in Shane's favor, and then they have another match. It's a steel cage match, and Shane wins again. Yeah. So nothing happens. Nothing changed. Nothing. Nothing. Was, it doesn't. Nothing got move advanced. The story forward, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just and, a, and 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 it 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 um lessened the impact of Miz getting the that sort of like. Moral victory at WrestleMania. Yes. Because that was a definitive, like, yeah, I lost the match, but I got to have my revenge on Shane for betraying me and putting his hands on my dad. And then this follow up match was just like a normal cage match.
1: Yeah. Normal, regular ass cage match. This is, this is why we do this podcast. Hey, look, we, sometimes <laughs> we actually do,
2: yeah. Sometimes man. we're on topic. Sometimes we're on topic.
1: Yeah. We did it. All right. So, yeah, that's our problem with that. But hopefully Shane McMahon, the character, goes away. Yes.
3: Off TV. And, okay, so then is it worth having it end this way? Even if it means that the Miz doesn't actually end up with any sort of catharsis. Yeah, I mean, they're true. never going to go back to. We're that. over it. Yeah, yeah. they—they
1: they they expect us. They—they they think we forget about this stuff immediately. <laughs> the second they think, they honestly think that like Vince is like they don't remember what the fuck. They think happened we're like goldfish. Miz. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They think we're idiots, Beach, and they treat us like that sometimes. But we keep coming back. So who's the real idiot?
3: Uh. uh.
1: You can answer this truthfully. <laughs>
3: you yes okay we
2: are the idiots we are the morons we've had two women's title matches tonight yes but they are not the headlining women's match of the night right because that has to involve charlotte flair somehow
1: yes well i mean like trish wanted to have like a i guess like a retirement match kind i of guess thing. yeah and this was it that was it there was just it was like a I thought the buildup was really good as far as, like... Because there's only so much that you can do with this story. Mm-hmm. Right? This narrative of, like, an old veteran coming back and um, being like, I can still hang with the young kids. Like, oh, God, there was this awful backstage segment with Trish talking, like, a, a goddamn robot that was sent from outer space. Yeah. Like, saying something about the the... The predator, or the pre- is it the predecessors? The predecessors don't understand what the pioneers have, they have the luxuries they've afforded them, kind of thing. Something like, like that, yeah. It was
2: something like that. It was just like nobody. If somebody like said she that, she had the she was in the first ever time that a women's match main evented RAW. It was yeah. her versus Lita, and which was a big deal. Yeah, it was huge at the time. Yeah, considering that at that time women's wrestling. In the WWE, largely anywhere like was awful and not respected or treated well. It was all bra and panty matches,
1: yeah, or like mud wrestling or some stupid shit.
2: And so this was like it was you know dumb as hell. This was an actual sort of match, and so that led into part of this as well with sort of like Trish being like, I don't think that we get enough respect for the work that we were doing
1: in those days. Yeah, because they 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 always talked about how charlotte and sasha and bailey and becky were like the 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 women's revolution right yeah you know what i mean like they were the reason that women women are so respected it was like well what about us like here back in the day like we were still we probably had it harder right Mm -hmm. like you know what i mean in like a tougher environment it's just like yeah yeah it made sense i mean they did the best they could with what they had right yeah i mean the match was great yeah the match was i love this match it was awesome really really good do you find it Low key insulting when people are like, the, when the crowd starts chanting, You still got it? Oh, yeah,
2: of course she does. Look yeah. at her.
1: Yeah, it's like, I, Of course I still got it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I
2: know I still got it. People did that to like the big show once when he was just like back from being away. <laughs>
3: and they were like, You still got it. And I was like, What? What? Also, she's local.
2: What? Yeah, she's oh, from yeah, Toronto. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so that kind
3: of helps too. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's the point. She wanted to rest her last match. It was just the typical. She like, didn't feel the need then.
2: to come out with a Canadian flag draped over her shoulders like Natalia did though. Trying too hard. <laughs> I thought that was a little much. Yeah. That's the thing. That's a very American thing to do. Yeah. I I predict she was told to do that. Cuz like I think that when when like Natty came out with the flag, I think a lot of a lot of Canadians are sort of like, uh,
0: <laughs>
2: "We know."
1: Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> You I think, mean, Brett you Hart think Hart used we used to don't do know? <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, we're like, we don't get well, me Brett, wrong. Brett Hart used to do it because he was a Canadian in the states, yeah, 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 yeah and yeah, he would yeah, yeah. come out in like Pittsburgh and be like Canada, Wait, you know. Whereas that? this is like Toronto, and it's okay. like it's. Italian Neidhart. and everyone's like, "Yeah. Yeah, she's from she's from here." Oh, look, she's got a flag. Eh, didn't need that, but all right. Yeah, yeah that's essentially
3: Canadian patriotism right yeah. there. It's like, "Yeah, we know." Like, yeah. she could have been wearing like the Toronto flag, the flag for the city of Toronto and everyone would have been like, "Oh, what's that?" Nobody came out in a Raptors jersey. Oh, no, that's
1: uh, that's a lie. Wasn't Drake no- Maverick wearing one? Yeah. Nobody came out in a Maple Leafs
2: jersey. That's true. That would have been patriotic. What what is the flag of Toronto Beach?
3: I th- I will find out.
2: Okay, I thought that no. you knew. I thought that was a setup for something. No. What's Ontario's flower? Quick. Oh. not not quick enough.
3: Yeah. Damn it. Sorry.
2: I literally only know two provincial flowers. I know the tiger lily. That's Saskatchewan. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know three provincial <laughs> flowers. <laughs> hey, so do so I. Feels- yeah. Actually, I know four. Oh, well, look at me. Okay, what? Oh, yeah. Where is it? We're in British Columbia. It's the dogwood. Yes. Yes. Alberta. Isn't that a sandwich? Is the wild rose, which we know because. Dogwood's a
1: sandwich, right?
2: No, the dagwood. Ah, the the
1: dagwood.
2: Ah, Okay. Sorry, the, Alberta makes a big deal out of Wild Rose Country. Yes, so that's so why I know on that license plates. Yeah, and yeah. now
3: the Tiger Lily apparently from Saskatchewan. That's yes. super cool. What else do you know? New, uh, Newfoundland's. which is the pitcher plant. The pit, really? The uh, pitcher I, plant. I will double look this up, but I swear to God, it's the. What's pitcher What's with it, plant.
1: you in Newfoundland? Do you have, like fucking? Do you have an obsession, beach. They have the pitcher. They have
2: pitcher plants in Newfoundland.
3: Oh, this is good TV. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe they don't have pitcher plants, and that makes it even weirder. Are we gonna go out for Screech after the podcast? <laughs> it, it what is, the
3: fuck is Screech?
2: It's like it's like a Newfoundland drink. It's like really high alcohol. It's don't don't don't.
3: <laughs> what do you mean don't? It's really high what alcohol. The fuck you Rum, to I believe. I think so. I'm yeah. doing it. Yeah, you get fungi and Screech. You get Screeched in specifically. Mm-hmm. So you have to. So you you have you have your drink. They yeah. give you this high alcohol rum, and then you have to kiss the fish. What the fuck? There's there's a big fish, and you have to kiss it. How big is the fish? It's pretty friggin' big. <laughs> like it's probably as long as your arm. Like, yeah, you got a big arm too. I've never kissed a fish. Both that my big. arms are just one. Just one arm. That's not that big. That's a two, two, two and a half feet. Like you they know, can probably hold it like. And it, and fish are not like long and thin, right? That's that's an eel. You're thinking of an eel, Adam. <laughs> a fish. Is much yes! larger. Adam, you just said that like Adam, you fucking moron. <laughs> You're thinking of an eel, you dumbass. The provincial flower of the of Newfoundland and Labrador yeah. is the insect-eating pitcher plant, Saracenia purpurea. I right.
2: had no idea those were temporary. I don't even know
1: what
3: a pitcher plant is. It, it eats insects. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's like it's a,
2: shaped like a pitcher with like a honestly with like a lid. And it, they have, like, sweet nectar in the bottom. And a fly goes, oh, I could get me some of that. And then
3: it closes. <laughs> and fucking digests it.
2: Ah, cool. Mm-hmm. Like a Venus flytrap. Yeah. yeah
3: exactly. Yeah. Okay. But Canadian. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Sick. They don't have them in America?
3: No, they have them in America. There's a California pitcher plant. Right? No. yeah Damn it. But Damn these it. are purple. <laughs> See, we're... We we we're,
2: we're learning a lot
3: today. All right. Well, uh what the fuck were we
1: talking about? Charlotte Flair yeah. wins with a figure eight. Yeah. She made her tap out. Yeah. Out on your back, brother. When you wrestle in a retirement match, if you don't fucking lose, you're a coward yep. and an asshole.
2: Yeah. And Trish Stratus is no coward or asshole. Or, no coward or asshole. No. Yep. I'm warmed up now. Let's Good. talk about some fucking wrestling. Good. We've only got like 2 matches left. Yep.
1: Got me all fired up off fucking pitcher plants. Also, when you called me an idiot.
3: I did not call you an yeah, idiot. Yeah, you did.
1: Oh, my God. I'm going to replay that section right now, because I can edit this show.
3: And fish are not, like, long and thin, right? That's that's an eel. You're thinking of an <laughs> eel, Adam. Backstage, there's another 30 seconds of useless pandering, where Seth
2: is warming up for his match later <laughs> oh, tonight. Yeah! And Brett the Hitman Hart. Hell yeah. Comes in and goes, I'll be watching, and leaves. <laughs>
1: Wrestling's the best, dude. It made no sense of be like, "Give him hell, kid." We're like, thanks, former President Barack Obama. Like, you know, that's a ba- basically essentially what it was. Like, you know, yeah. we're all
3: counting on you. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're local to Canada, aren't Good you? Luck. I live in fucking Calgary, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Canada's small, right? It's only thirty-seven million people. It's fucking tiny.
2: Yeah, it's you only think it's big because of the Mercator projection. Yeah. The what? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, you got to tell
3: me now. The Mercator projection yeah. was the uh, is the kind of map that you see in school. Okay, where Canada is like covers half of the northern hemisphere. It's Like
2: Canada and Russia look enormous, yeah. and like Africa looks teeny tiny. Yeah, and it's like that's not that's it's to keep all the lines of latitude straight and parallel. Okay, and so basically they like they uh, distort. Anything that's further away from the equator. Okay. Right. And so the actual, like, Canada is the second largest country, but it's not like that big. Okay. And it's, if you look at a non Mercator projection map, you're like, oh, like, really? Greenland's not the size of the moon. Because, <laughs> like, Greenland gets, like, really warped because it's so far away from the equator.
1: Yeah. So, well, maybe somebody learned something today. I'm hoping yeah this, well,
2: right? Mean, you did i learned what the, the the pitcher plans is the flower from and from the tiger the lily
3: and the tiger lily then, we're learning so much about canada i learned that the most accurate map projection is in fact the authograph world map
2: oh, oh good cool good so bret hart panders the shit out of us and then we get a different match it's the wwe championship yes it's kofi kingston defending against randall keith <laughs> orton where is he from though Randall Keith from Candlekeep. Someone <laughs> sent us a picture. That was great. Of a yeah. sign that they took uh, uh, to a uh, Raw and SmackDown live show. They had a sidewalk slam sign. They had a Pokebron sign. Yeah, and the had, Pokebron
1: sign was they great. Had
2: the, uh, they had the they had Assassin doing the <laughs> Legend Killer pose.
1: Of um, the picture is so good,
2: Randall keeps from candle I,
1: I I like people that do stuff like this for us, but it's also funny to me because nobody knows what the
2: fuck that is i I want to see like Randy's <laughs> face if he sees that sign just like <laughs> what <laughs> the <laughs> yeah so he's like, what the fuck is candle keep?" <laughs> <laughs> so the video package for this was great yeah because they are leaning way into the fact that these two have history going back 10 years yep yeah, yeah. that was the first big Kofi Kingston singles push mm-hmm. and it was him and I Rand didn't see Orton. any of that and Rand I is the expert I was so behind him it was great you know like he dropped the accent because when he was brought in he was like hey man I'm from Jamaica I'm Kofi Kingston and they build him from being from Jamaica and he's not he's from Ghana and Th- then he's still call- he's his character's name is still Kofi Kingston because that's just his name now. It's not his real name, but anyway, they What's his real name. I will look not it up. not to fucking diverge. I, the- I, I will look it up. Beech will look yeah. it up. And yeah, they had this. The Randy got his own like NASCAR car, and then Kofi dumped paint all over it. Yep. And they had this, they you know, and they had a, a wrestling big thing to do, like check out my sweet NASCAR car. Yeah. But. My NAS hope, car. Sure hope nobody Is that like saying ATM machine? Is it is it just oh. is it just a NAS car? It's a NAS car. But
1: what's a NAS then? What makes it a NAS car, right? You know what I mean? What's the difference between a car and a NAS car? I don't know exactly. That's where like a NAS car has device. back
3: seats and a NAS car does not? Is that it? It has to be. It's got to have a it back.
1: It's got to pull in the yeah, back. Yeah, but it doesn't have seats
3: That's in the back.
1: Right. Yeah. That's America's NAS. Does that have a passenger seat in a NAS car? No.
2: Oh,
3: that's weird.
1: How are you going to get your kids to school?
3: You're just going to rattle around in the trunk. I guess
2: so. (laughs) They had a big feud. And (laughs) famously, there was a match that they had where, as it was understood at the time, Kofi either made a mistake or didn't hit something exactly the way Randy wanted him to. And Randy, known for his temper more so in those days than, than today started yelling stupid, stupid, stupid at Kofi in the ring. And that became a thing that, like, the internet knew about and we were like, ah, you know, like, he was called stupid. Was that actually real, though? That So at the time, it was believed that that was real. Yeah. And Randy even said in the thing, in this video package, that it's like, everyone thought that I used my backstage influence to keep Kofi down. And, I mean... I think that's exactly what happened is the thing. Like they're using it as a storyline with Randy being like everyone thought this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm pretty sure that that that, 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 that that's exactly what happened cuz yeah. Kofi's push just died. Yeah. So yeah. This is great actually. I love this cuz it's the it's blurring the lines. Yeah, you know. It's good on I think lines. we got I I think they they we make jokes about getting worked into a shoot they like shot into a work yeah in this case they like used a real thing with like a moment where randy got like actually mad in the ring and then have him now 10 years later going like ha ha yes you fool you fell for my for me being angry there was the same kind of thing where um they did it okay
1: so again aside sorry mind games 1996 it was an in your house pay-per-view mm mm-hmm. I think it was ninety six, Mankind was fighting Shawn Michaels for yeah. the WWF title. This was during like Shawn Michaels' big like babyface push. And Shawn Michaels in the dirt sheets was known for having a temper or like being yep. very difficult to deal with backstage. And this was like known among like the hardcore wrestling fans. So there was a moment in that match, if you go rewatch Mind Games, um, where Mick Foley is clearly out of place for a certain spot that's gonna happen and then Shawn Michaels reacts like calls him an idiot and like stuff like that and they, but they did that on purpose uh, to fuck with people. Yeah it's pretty good if you go back nice. and watch it you're like oh wow they screwed something you go like what? They screwed up but they did that on yeah. purpose. Apparently it was Mick
2: Foley's idea. Cool. Yeah. So what I love about this is that they they have a history Randy and Kofi They they actually do and it's 10 years ago and they're they're laying it out. They're using the real storyline history that they had a decade ago mm-hmm. to craft a new story today.
0: Yeah.
1: This, this is great. But it's a good thing none this, of us remembered is, what happened 10 years ago.
2: This is, this is why I hate that they keep acting like we don't remember stuff because then they do things like this, right? They want to be able to just pick and choose exactly what they want, but yeah. this is really good stuff. Yeah, it was good. So what happens the match yeah it well was fine it the was good the crowd after the finish of the match the crowd starts chanting bullshit yeah okay so the match was fine match yeah. was good
1: two good performers yep it was fun It was mm-hmm. entertaining but then at the end of the match um kofi and randy are fighting on the outside yep and then
2: Randy, and Kofi's family is
1: there, like his wife and children. Yeah, and fuck, man. Why do wrestlers keep putting their family at ringside? Never it do either, it. it. either costs you the match, it almost always costs you the match. Yeah. Almost always. Has there ever been a case where someone's like, they've shown like, here's Adam's fucking dad. Good thing he's gonna have that title match tonight. And then Adam's dad either gets fucking punched or has a heart attack or
2: something. And then like Adam loses the match. Hey kids, come watch dad. Good come watch dad get his ass kicked. Yeah. So, Randy starts like looking threateningly at Kofi's family. Yeah, he didn't even touch them. While the ref is doing a count out. Yeah. And then they're Randy's so focused on ag- antagonizing Kofi and Kofi's so focused on being mad at Randy because Randy's antagonizing his family that they just sort of like lose track of the ref and they both get counted out. Yep. It's a double count out. No contest. Wow, that, that's Fr- like a fart in church. The crowd did not like the no contest. Yep. What did you think of it, Adam? Fart in church. Oh, I liked it. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah. I just thought it was different and interesting. Yeah. And then it's a, and I was like, oh, they both got counted out. Cool. I'm just sick of Neat. the, like, my then, family's at ringside. Oh, that's Use dumb. Use yeah. that
1: family as, like, a, a vehicle for this story to move forward. But, yeah. Because that that's like a wrestling trope. Right? Crowd really didn't like it. Yeah.
2: And then I, th- I was like, "Yeah, okay, I guess." The crowds are standing bullshit, and uh, Kofi gets a kendo stick and beats the. Beats the fist.
1: <laughs> I love how he looks under the ring, and there's just four kendo sticks just sitting under the ring for no. There was not even a no disqualification match. This one. Yeah, yeah. there's not even a no DQ match. Who put those kendo sticks there? Why
2: are they there? That's where they keep them. Why? Along with the, the along with the sledgehammer and the chair and the tables, what do they use the tables for? Is anyone having a buffet?
1: Yes. Oh, That's where they're from catering. We and the only
2: place to put them, those are the special catering tables. It's like every day Hornswoggle gets home and he's like, where are my kendo sticks? <laughs> he's practicing. Ke- he's trying really hard.
1: He's wearing the mask and the fucking.
3: Yeah. You know? <laughs> he's like third Dan yellow belt. And he's like, he's just trying, you know. All right. Uh, Kofi's. Actual name, yeah, yeah. and forgive me for screwing this up. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's gonna be good. Kofi Nahaye Sarkodie Mensa. Oh, oh, yeah, it's 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 four. It's a pronounced Kingston. Yes, Kofi Nahaye Nahaye, and I think that's with a it's a J E at the end. So I'm assuming it's a yay. Sarkodie Mensa is hyphenated. Oh, Hmm. cool. Mensa means genius. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the biggest brain. Yep. Next, Finn Balor. Oh
2: yeah. Versus the fiend the fiend bray wyatt spooky we've been waiting for this waiting for a long time yeah so finn Balor comes out first wearing all white he looks fresh as hell he looks the all white leather jacket he's looking like a snack he looks amazing (laughs) kathleen was like white pure white trunks you can tell this is someone who has used wet wipes Yeah, <laughs> Like, you don't want to have any accidents Mm-mm. with your pure white trunks. Nope. But no, he looks great. And then we get the Fiend. We finally get to see him in in-ring action. So after months of the Firefly Funhouse thing getting more and more twisted with Bray Wyatt, and then finally revealing this persona of the Fiend, wearing like a kind of a, like a slipknot mask almost, Yeah. Uh, he appeared on Raw and attacked Finn Balor. And then they set up this match. And we were like. also attacked Mick Foley. Didn't. Yes. With like the. With Mick Foley, The mandible claw. That's his new finisher. Yeah. So now. All the big stars
1: from the Attitude Era. Their wrestling moves are being transferred over to new avatars. Yes. Because Kevin Owens does the stunner. Yeah. The Fiend does the mandible claw. Mm-hmm. Who's going to get the rock bottom? Somebody did a People's Elbow. Mm. It was on a TakeOver. On TakeOver. Somebody did the People's Elbow. Who did it? Somebody did it. Velveteen Dream. I don't know. I think. Anyway.
2: Anyway. So the entrance is really really cool. Awesome. There's a there's a whole lot of lead up. All the lights go out. The big text on the on the screens says you know, let him in because yep. that was the whole Firefly Funhouse thing. Yep. He's got a new lantern. Yeah. That looks like old Bray Wyatt's head. It's
1: fucking awesome.
2: With the mouth as the lantern. Yeah. The new theme song is actually, it's a cover of his old it's theme like song. song. It's like a remix. It's like a, yeah. like a, more like a new metal, frankly, cover of the It's the awesome. Bray Wyatt theme song. Perfect. It's really, really cool. Because I was like,
1: man, he's going to lose his old theme song because I love that mm-hmm. song.
2: Yeah. And it, what, what, Honestly, my favorite part about it, So the people are still doing the fireflies, which is cool. I like that. Uh, I like how abruptly it ends. Yeah. Like, he put the lantern down and got in the ring, and then it was just like... Pop! And it's gone. Just stopped. Yeah. And he's just sitting in the corner of the ring, and then it cuts to Finn Balor with just this expression on his face of like... Did... Did y'all just see that? <laughs> yeah. What the... Yeah. What the shit was that? What and we, we, we thought... I think... Did they announce it, or did we just make assumptions that it was going to be Bray Wyatt versus the Demon? I'm glad that it's not, because that we would made be terrible.
1: because the Demon can't lose, right? And so, the, Fiend, the Fiend can't lose.
2: Hopefully not. Apparently, he hasn't been on TV this week and won't be because they want to. They want to keep it. They want to keep the Fiend to sometimes food, to Good. keep him special. Yeah, which is I'm really happy Let's about.
1: Getting the Undertaker treatment. Yeah. Which is good. It could be something I don't think it's gonna be like,
2: look, there's never gonna be another Undertaker. Stop. Yeah. Full stop. But you can still do interesting stuff. Yeah. And yeah, just really solid stuff here that like the actual match is cool, like he wrestles in an interesting way. Goes for the sister Abigail, right? Bray Wyatt's finisher, which he hit Finn Balor with on Raw. Mm-hmm. Finn gets out of it, but that's not the Fiend's finisher. Nope. So he hits him with the mandible claw yeah. like mankind just right in his mouth and like pat makes you pass out apparently I don't actually yeah. understand how this I works cuz the the way they it it is a, there's
1: a there's a nerve <clears throat> on your tongue uh-huh and they press down like with the fingers so like on the okay like really hard yeah good this, is, TV, by this way. is good it's a good podcast yeah, too good podcast good <laughs>
3: so yeah <they> do that <laughs> the, and, th- you know. the thumb on the other hand will then also lift the jaw up yeah and the idea is then it, it's purported to compress the nerves in the jaw and thus render the opponent's jaw paralyzed. Therefore, they can't bite your fingers. Yes. Oh,
1: yeah. I guess that makes sense.
2: Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, so Finn basically passes out, and the referee counts his shoulders. One, two, three, and the fiend wins. And then there's, like, some strobe lights, and he's, and he's gone.
1: Yeah, th- no, there was a sick like cutaway where it's like, was that a pre record?
2: No, I don't think so. I think, no? that was, I think that was him at the top of the ramp.
1: Was it actually him at the top of the ramp? Yeah. It looked like it, it felt like a, it was a pre record and they just showed it on the screen. Like the lights all went out and yeah. then they just showed the pre record and then came back and Finn was just laying there. It was really good. It was awesome. So i sometimes they can do things right. They, they landed it. Yeah, they stuck the landing. You land, that's the toughest thing I think in wrestling is like, well, actually, that's not true. That's not the toughest thing in wrestling. The easiest thing in wrestling is the debut. It's what do you do next? Yeah. Right? That's the scariest part because, yeah. like, it could turn into a thing where he turns into the same goofy. He could just turn into a goofball. you yeah, makes like a how joke the backstage theme- and Vince McMahon says, he's a jokester. He's like that, that, that uh, comic book.
2: Like, how do they do he's that? He's a jokester. How do they do that kind of atmosphere for just, like, a, a match on SmackDown? Yeah, right. So it's like what level do you take it to? Was that a special pay-per-view level entrance or is that going to always be the entrance, yeah. right? Who knows. So. Does he always wrestle as the fiend? I don't know. Yeah. That's why I don't know. He did the thing with the gloves, the hurt heel gloves. Yeah. I want to see him uh I want to see him at some point uh, leave like leave a match like get the get the, get his opponent like incapacitated and then listen to the hurt and heel gloves and like listen to the heel glove and just leave yeah just like walk away from a
3: match because it's like oh gets counted out or something yeah it's like
2: well the voices didn't tell me to hurt you so goodbye sick yeah that'd be sick
3: I hope so anyway Um, I have to bring this up yeah and I wouldn't normally insert it my own tangent the mandible claw yeah used mm-hmm. by McFoley yes was actually invented by Sam Shepard yep Okay. The former physician who was the inspiration for The Fugitive. Yeah. Oh. After his conviction was overturned, Shepard took up professional wrestling, as you do, and was said to have derived the move from his knowledge of the human anatomy. Yeah. Huh. That's just real weird. That is weird. So, there. That's all. I didn't claw my wife.
1: How about you you pump the brakes on the tangents? (laughs) Trying to do a fucking podcast.
2: And now, your main event. Brock Lesnar, introduced by Paul Heyman as the Sultan of SummerSlam. Yeah. Which is a, sure. Which is a choice that was made. <laughs> versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship. Yeah. Seth won the title, then uh, became the Beast Slayer. And then Brock won Money in the Bank and then cashed it in very soon after that. Let uh, at Extreme Rules, actually. And. Now then, Brock was the champion, and now this is the, this is the big rematch, and this could go any number of ways. Really, yep. uh, what I didn't actually expect is how it did
1: go. I mean, I love the build up was the usual. It was the same kind of build up as WrestleMania, but Brock too big, the, Brock too big, Brock too strong. Yeah, and but there was a brilliant part on the Raw, the go home Raw, I think, mm-hmm. and Seth got like attacked by Brock. And then he did like an F5 onto a chair, mm. but like a chair that was like unfolded. Yeah. And then um, Seth got put in the ambulance and then there's this great shot of Brock stopping the ambulance, but just standing in front of it. Like, like the ambulance is like here and then Brock standing in front of it and the camera's behind them. And then Brock pulls Seth out of the thing and then beats him up and then uh, like F5s him onto uh, the gurney. And then they're later in the show. I think they're having a in-ring segment with Brock there, and Seth comes out with a chair, gets beat up by Brock again, and Brock leaves him laying and leaves. And then Seth gets on the microphone and he like gives this like very like, "I'm not going anywhere. I have to win this match. That is all."
2: <laughs> like very sad. Like it was good. I liked it. He uh, they 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 talked on commentary about how Seth. He, He's like, earlier in the week or leading into today or something, you know, like I spoke with Seth earlier, blah, 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 and he said that, you know, like the first time he won the title, it was to prove himself to, was it The Shield, or to, to, to prove himself to his peers, I guess, like to the locker room, Yeah. and then the second time was for the WWE Universe, that was beating Brock at Mania, yeah. and uh, this time is for me. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Some good, like, weight there. And so how does a Brock Lesnar match go? Well, as we've mentioned before, it's basically like playing a video game with your sibling, and they just keep mashing heavy attack. Yep. Because that's what a Brock Lesnar match is. It's suplexes and F5s, and just over and over and over again. Seth's ribs are taped up, and at one point, Brock just gathers up the tape (laughs) and picks him up from behind by the tape, and just spins him around in the ring. Yeah, it's like, Yeah. It's very, it's very weird. Uh it, it looked cool, but yeah, it was it was it was odd. Yeah. Um Rollins got some got some offense. Yeah. At one point. He managed to uh, what was the first time he hit the curb stomp? This is this is what this match is. This is what Brought Lesnar matches it. The first time he hit his finisher, Lesnar tried to suplex right, him he and the he, f- he flipped out of it. Yeah. And then hit a super kick hit a super kick and then did the curb stomp and Lesnar kicked out because yep. he's an inhuman beast yes that's what they call him they call him the beast he's the beast Brock Lesnar he's not real yeah he's not <laughs> actually not real mm. he's
1: actually he doesn't exist yeah uh, on the material inside, plane he lives inside all of us yes he's uh, he's from the astral plane mm. and you have to cast a 7th uh, level cleric spell to banish him back to his home plane
2: mm-hmm. and the material components are three chairs yep Three, you know, sort of normal steel chairs. Aw, oh, damn it. I was hoping it would be
1: like three ribeye steaks. Mm-hmm. and oh, that, a, That'd be good, yeah. And a can of Coors Light.
2: A crate of Jimmy John's. <laughs> a combine harvester. Yeah. Combine <laughs> harvester. <laughs> Suitable <laughs> for use on a farm in Saskatchewan. A house in the middle of the prairies. A little house, you would say. The provincial flower of Saskatchewan is the tiger lily. <laughs> <Yeah. lower. laughs> he lives in Saskatchewan yeah it doesn't matter anyway so uh, (laughs) basically just just throwing finishers back and forth yeah but Seth does a frog splash to the outside like lives he doesn't yeah he manages to survive these finishers he like flips out of a couple he like manages to get out of the ring through some pin attempts there's a great moment where Paul Heyman's like
1: staring at Brock beating up Seth like Mm -hmm. like smiling it's pretty great yeah it's good I liked it
2: Lesnar, char- again, like a video game, Lesnar charges at Seth, but Seth moves and Lesnar runs into the steps, the apron. He yeah. he knocks himself silly in the way that, you know, like the level one boss when you ax,
1: When you have to charge, like a you boss stand charges there at and you, you move, and then move out of the way, move and to it the, side, hits the yeah.
2: ball, and it's like, Like Spider-Man fighting Rhino. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is, yeah. So then he's dazed, and he puts him on the commentary table and stands on top of the turnbuckle, and does a frog splash from the top of the turnbuckle onto Lesnar on the commentary table. They eventually get back in the ring. There's another frog splash. There's another another super kick. It's a stomp. Yeah. Another frog splash. Yeah, it finishes with the stomp. And then he actually uh, gets the pin. Yeah. Seth it's Rollins just again. actually defeated Lesnar. Yeah. Like in the normal way. No low blows. Yeah. Just he, he beat Brock Lesnar at his own game of of spamming finishers. Yep. Awesome, cool. The beast the beast is dead again. We've, we've, I get to use that. Yeah, we. I have defeated of, the
1: evil. The evil has been defeated for another season. Yeah,
2: yeah. Now now Lesnar gets to go into hibernation.
1: Yeah, he gets encased in the tomb mm-hmm. where his regenerative powers will kick in probably in a couple months. Probably shows up sometime around the Rumble. I would say Survivor Series. That makes sense. Yeah, he'll be back for Survivor Series. Probably doing something. Yeah. Who knows?
2: That was sweet. Yeah, it was good. Like, the show the overall. The show was great. I, was, I really was liked it. It was really Summer good. Sam, there yeah. was only a couple matches that were, like, sort of ho-hum. It didn't feel long when I watched it. You know what I mean? And usually for these big pay-per-views, they feel long. Well, it wasn't four hours. It was merely three and a half, yeah. I think. And, yeah, the, like, so, like, the Goldberg-Ziggler match was it, you know that was gonna be that I think, regardless but say that that was, like, was
1: Dolph talking shit on the microphone afterwards
2: yeah the I think like the Bailey Ember Moon match was just sort of like eh yeah but otherwise I enjoyed all the matches yeah same so sweet and there was some there was some hella storytelling tonight there was some good ones yeah Yeah. that's what that's what we're about
1: Which, uh what you're about I'm about moss covered three handled credenzals.
2: So close. gradunzel gradunzel fuck! The provincial flower of... <laughs> 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 the, 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 the moss, the moss, what? The moss handle three-family gradunzel the provincial flower
3: of what, Quebec? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Yukon. Of Prince Edward yeah. Island.
1: Prince Edward Island, the fucking province that everyone forgets about. <laughs> Nobody remembers PEI, man.
2: Surely, well, I don't know. and of Green Gables... Probably people forget about New Brunswick. Yeah, I was about to say it's New Brunswick. I forgot
1: about New Brunswick, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I forgot about New Brunswick. Sorry, friends in Moncton. Shout shout out to Fredericton.
2: Moncton. Um, Moncton. That's a good one. That's another good one, yeah. That's going to do it for this episode of Sidewalk Slam. Yeah. The Summer Slam Sidewalk Slam. It looks like some kind of Summer Sidewalk Slam. Yeah, we'll be back in September with Clash of Champions, the one night a year where every title is on the line every title every title every title even the women's tag titles you can't get out of it now yeah you said every every women's tag titles have been retired
1: damn it damn it ah dinger you got us (sighs) yeah good show though yeah I'm excited for wrestling moving forward I want to see what this new
2: the new regime looks like me too I'm excited to I'm excited for Heyman and Bischoff to have more notable fingerprints on the product yes so we'll see how that goes until next time. Yes. That is gonna do it from us. I am Graham and I'm on Twitter at Graham underscore L R R. Yes.
1: And I am Adam and I'm on Twitter
2: at at Wake Up Super. Beej over there is on Mastodon at Beege at Octodon dot social. Or on Twitter at Tux Yeah. But he never really reads Twitter. Yeah. Nope. And Adam edits these. Shoutouts to Adam.
1: Yeah, shoutouts to me.
2: Yeah. Hell yeah. And uh, this show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. Or now, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can become a member yeah. here on YouTube and join join that way as an alternate avenue to support us monetarily if you so desire.
1: Also, Yeah. Uh, you should see this before then, but if you are in Las Vegas for Magic Fest
2: yeah because ideally this will be coming out before you're there before we're there because you got to edit it
1: before you leave myself and james and ben and serge and cameron will all be there yeah uh so if you like magic the gathering and are going to vegas come say hi to us also if you're going to be in seattle for pax at the end of the month we're going to be at pax we're all going to be there except for paul and alex but and that's pretty much it
2: we have a store we, get, we sell merch. Yeah. Adam streams at twitch.tv slash cbats.
1: Hey, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Uh, we stream here twitch.tv slash loading ready run. We do a lot of stuff here. We do
2: all kinds of things. Yeah. That's going to do it. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Sidewalk Slam. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.